Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think being able to impact others and tell my story and share my story Um, we'll be able to help others realize that they can do a similar thing that I've done. Um, being a college student, um, I kind of look at myself as like your all American type of daughter, I guess. So I went to school, college, got a scholarship, um, did everything that I needed to do to be able to be successful in life. And I still didn't feel fulfilled whatsoever. Um, and when I realized that I wasn't fulfilled in the career choice that I was embarking on, I changed absolutely everything and went against the grain. It was completely different. And I think a lot of people are scared to do that. Um, but the fear of what my life looked like in 20 years and not being happy is what drove me to be where I am today. So I think it's really impactful to be able to share that and help others realize that if you're not happy or you don't feel fulfilled in life, especially as American citizens, United States citizens, we have the ability to change our path at any time we want. And I think it's really impactful to be able to share that with others. How you day, how you day. That was Cheyenne sharing her thoughts on what the pivotal moment for her was. And it's interesting for me because she reached out to me on Instagram as someone who's a digital media consultant and someone who's also a digital nomad. And she wanted to share a story. She's 21 and she started a business when she was 19. And it was fascinating to me that she had the the foresight to see a world where social media could amplify a voice and a brand and then build a marketplace around that. So I enjoyed hearing the story. I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast are in the beginning phases of their lives or their potential careers. And I wanted to use this story to really not only show you that you can do it, but also show you uh, how Cheyenne built a blueprint for that. I hope you enjoy the episode. I hope you check out our platforms. And I hope you feel like you are able to to listen to your calling and to listen to those clues that have been uh, calling your name since you were a little, little kid. All right. So ladies, gentlemen, and gender non-conforming people, I want you to know that you have the ability to make an impact. And I hope today's episode challenges you to be the best version of yourself. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today's guest is Cheyenne Schwain. And Cheyenne is the brand manager and director of social media for her brand, Bucket List Blonde. She focuses on teaching others how to generate income online using their unique passion and voice to build influence and become a master at social media marketing. Cheyenne is a, is a former engineering student. Uh, my brother is an engineering student, so I'm sure we'll have a lot to discuss there. She quickly decided that the nine to five wasn't for her after her summer internship and the fear of sitting in a cubicle for the rest of her life combined with her love 
for traveling drove her to become the digital nomad that she is today. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for living this life. So I, I, I have a few questions. So you said that you basically you went to school for engineering and then you had this internship moment. What about that internship made you realize that that's not what you wanted to do for the rest of your life? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So I went to that internship, a super excited college student, you know, engineering, um, progressing with your career path. I was beyond excited just to be able to job shadow people who were in my future career, you know, ask them questions, you know, that feeling of um, just excitement to be embarking on what you thought was going to make you happy for the rest of your life. And I started going to that internship, you know, from I think we got there at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm a morning person, so that was okay for me. Um, but from seven to five, learning from these people and it was exciting for the first week. I'm not going to lie to you, but, um, after finishing the entire summer and realizing that I was not happy, um, is really something that hit me. Uh, the exact moment I actually remember was starting to file paperwork for, um, some of the other engineers, you know, the job description that I was after was, um, traveling and, research in the field. You know, I'm a big nerd. Math and science are my thing. And I like um, the I like nature. So I thought that was what my life was going to look like that summer. And when it didn't look like that, oh my gosh, I was so scared for what the rest of my life looked like. But that, that pivotal moment for me was filing paperwork for some of the un other engineers. I couldn't do it for the rest of my life. Wow. Wow. So that pivotal moment. And then, so when you were at that moment, what did you tell your parents or what did you know that you needed to do next? <laughs> it's actually a really funny story. Um, I embarked on getting started online solo. I did not tell my parents at all. I continued to go to school. I continued to pursue my engineering degree and I started working online. I started working online. I remember it. August 1st of 2017 and syllabus week was the following week. And I was so nervous. I was like, why did I start working online? And syllabus week is next week during the same time. So I didn't tell my parents until this past December. Um, I wasn't going to tell them in, until I could fund a trip of their dreams. I'm taking my mom to um, Sydney, Australia, and I'm taking my dad to Italy this summer. So I kind of kept it a secret. <laughs> Wow, you kind of kept it a secret. So, okay, okay, so then just I'm trying to get inside your mind then. So when you had that particular moment with the with the uh, internship and you realized that, okay, I'm going to do this solo. Did you know that, you know, there was, did you know anything about visas? Did you know that there were certain countries that might need more planning? Did you even think about slow travel versus fast travel? You know? Good question. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't think about any of that at all. It was kind of like, you know, when you go on your first date or something that you embark on for the first time, it's all new and it's all raw and it's fear. You're very scared and nervous and anxious. You know, it's a good feeling. Um, all at the same time, that's kind of what I was experiencing. Um, I kind of just took each step, um, whatever happened with my business, whatever happened with travel, whatever happened with school, whatever happened with friends, family. I just took it day by day and step by step because I knew that what I was doing was going to change my direction in life. Some days were hard. Some days were easy. Some days were very eventful and exciting. Um, but yeah, I kind of just took each day as it is. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I love that because that's part of your philosophy where you say you feel the fear and you do it anyways. I think that a lot of people feel the fear, but don't do it, especially at the age that, uh, that you said you were in. You know, you're in college, you, you've spent all this money, you're doing maybe what you feel like you're supposed to do. Maybe you get to junior year and you realize, wow, this is not something I want to do. But then something in your head says, 
it's too late to, to quit. You know, what will my friends think? What will my parents think? What about the internship that I just landed? How do you, why do you, sorry, why do you feel like a lot of people feel that fear and don't do it anyway? I think, well, in our society, um, the, the shape of that is that, you know, we have, we have school, then we have college, maybe go into a trade, maybe go into the military. And we have things that are already set up for us. Um, and people are almost like trained, in my opinion, to go through that, that path. And to go out of societal's norms can be hard for some people because to, in order to do that, you have to change. You have to be different. You have to maybe have a little bit of sense of direction, but you have to also understand that, like I said, it's going to be scary. It's going to, you're going to have days where you don't know what's going to happen. And I think for some people, especially some of my friends in college still, um, they're, they're just getting to the next step. You know, when you're in high school, they say, Hey, go to college. Once you get your degree, Hey, you get a nine to five. Um, and I just think it's really hard for people to step outside their comfort zone. But what people don't realize is once you step outside your comfort zone and do something you've never done before, you grow as an individual more than personally I've ever seen in my life. So it's hard. It's hard because people don't want to be uncomfortable, but when you're uncomfortable, it's the best, it's the best time. I love being uncomfortable. Like right yeah. now, this is my first podcast. <laughs> wait, wait, this is just so everybody knows. Um, <laughs> Cheyenne reached out to me on Instagram to be on the show. <laughs> so talking about being uncomfortable, I didn't even realize this was your first podcast interview or so. Um, but I, I can sense from that attitude that you are continuing to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. So reaching out to a complete stranger, uh, and saying, hey, I think I'll be a good guest in your show is, um, is an example of that. Same thing with your traveling, same thing with with exactly what you do to become a digital nomad. And I believe you became a digital nomad at the age of 19. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. okay. So so you, you essentially dropped out of school. Uh, and Or did you do, do um, correspondence courses? So I finished my associate's degree. Um, like I said, when I started... Um, when I embarked on my online journey, August 1st, I did finish that year of school and I finished my associates, um, just because I wanted that foundation. I wanted something. Um, I'm a go-getter. I may go back and get my bachelor's one day, but for now traveling is what fulfills me. Um, but I have my associates of science of engineering. So if I ever want to go back and do engineering, cause I love it, um, I will, but, um, entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, having influence and being able to help others is where my heart is right now. But yeah, great question. No, 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 no. I, I, thank you for clarifying the, the associates. So then let's now talk about what people would normally ask after this. So you you decide that, you know, what you went to school for isn't what you want to do. Then you say, uh, well, I want to travel, but I've got to figure out how to make money. How did yeah. you make money? How did you make money? Well, how do you make money? So um, online affiliate marketing is something that I embarked onto very quickly um, because I realized the potential of different commissions and building an influence and having money and pairing with brands. Um, it was very intimidating in the beginning because I thought in order to be a person of influence or have a brand or work online or be an Instagram influencer or a YouTuber or be on Facebook, I thought you had to be someone, you know, that I thought you had to be a specific person and it confused me. You know, I didn't want to be someone, um, I'm not a very materialistic person. I'm pretty simple. I'm a digital nomad. I have like, I live out of one backpack. Um, I, I've lived in a van before. I'm very simple. And when I saw different influencers, I thought I had to be them for a very long time. And that, and I, at that moment where I thought I had to be someone else, 
I questioned working online. But once I realized the power of having your own unique voice and having your own unique brand, you can really build from anything. So I really, really, really um, emphasize having your own specific voice and teaching someone something that is unique to you. Because I believe that every single person on this earth, no matter where you come from, what color you are, ethnicity, background, you personally have something special where you can teach someone something that they don't know. So I think each person has a unique quality and characteristic that they can play on if you'd like to generate an income online using social media. And that's what my brand um, emphasizes is being able to um, generate an income online from having a specific voice or, um, you know, message that you want to share with the rest of the world. Right. And, and what would you say your specific voice is? I think for me, um, mine has to do with traveling and showing other people. I guess it's pretty general, but showing people that you can generate an income online from your specific voice. My voice um, pertains to women who are interested in doing this type of career, um, as well as people with um, a background where they didn't come from a business or entrepreneurial um, family. So I come from that. My parents, um, we live in the suburbs of St. Louis, um, just your normal average family, and no one has ever built a business. So I kind of, I like to help um, people with that that have never embarked on something like this. So I guess my voice is um, helping others and being able to realize that you have something unique and special inside of you. No, I would say that's a unique voice because, I mean, you're talking about, especially within your demographic, the age demographic, um, and talking about actually figuring out how to run a business while, while you build influence and use affiliate marketing as well as social media marketing to travel. I don't know that that's something that a lot of people talk about at that particular age. I think it is a common thing uh, that many people will put on social media, but you have a hyper-specific uh, demographic. You said it's women within that demographic. So um, I don't know, it would be 17 to 25 probably. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely work with some women who are older because what I end up, what ends up happening is I'm a little bit, I feel like I'm a little bit more mature and some women or some girls can't relate. So, um, what ends up happening is I work with anywhere from, yeah, like you said, between 16, 17 to sometimes 30. So yeah, it gets fun, um, to have a a wide range of people to look up to and have mentors and also to help coach. Um, but yeah, I believe that we are social media, especially, um, me, I'm 21 right now. I started my business when I was 19, like you said, and I grew up with social media. You know, I know how to use Facebook. I know how to use Instagram. YouTube was what I watched when I was a kid. It wasn't always TV. So using, being able to grow up in an era of social media and using this skill is so powerful. Sometimes I even find myself teaching, um, 30, 40, 50 year olds, to scale and use and help their business because they don't know how to use social media. So, um, as a young, younger millennial gen, gen X, gen Z, um, I've grown up with social media. So having that advantage is again, why I decided to embark on this. I knew everything. I just had to figure out the logistics of business because I was an engineering student. So business was a little foreign. Um, but I knew I could figure it out if I put my mind to it. You know, that concept of you are social media or I am social media is something that's interesting to me because you sound like you're part of the the crowd that loves social media. And a lot of times um, 
so unfortunately what I hear is about the negative effects of social media. I, I fall on, on your side, by the way, because I think um, like with anything, there's good and bad. But what would you say about those people that say uh, that social media is taken away from actual connection opportunities and it's it's causing people to reveal the shadow sides of themselves, to become trolls, if you will? What, what would you say about that? Um, I have views on both sides. I love social media and I also hate it sometimes. Um, I love it mostly because as you, you know, you, we have voices, we have, um, a a way to be able to interact with the whole entire world with this simple podcast. We're able to broadcast something like this and share it with the entire world. And that's such a beautiful thing. Messages are sent instantly, um, which again can be positive or negative, but it's a beautiful thing to be able to show who you are through social media and have a positive impact. You never know what video, what podcast, what live video, what message, what email, what uh, anything, you know, any, all these different networks that we have, you never know what impact that can have on a person's life. And I know for you, I'm sure you get messages or compliments from people about like how you've impacted them. And for me to be able to do that on a very small scale and then a large scale as I continue to grow is what I completely look forward to. It's, it's, a, it's so unbelievably fulfilling to have someone reach out to you and say, Cheyenne, you have changed my life. I am no longer a college student. I am traveling. And I know how much I know how much I love traveling and like how fulfilling it is. So to be able to do that for others and just show them that there's another way um, through social media marketing is unbelievably, you know, unbelievably crazy to me that we have the ability to do that. But like you said, there is a sometimes a negative connotation. For example, my dad, my dad is 61, maybe 62. Oh, he'll kill me for releasing his age if I ever show him this. Um, <laughs> but he, he, he just doesn't understand. Um, when I did explain my occupation to him, you know, so excited, so very proud of me and all of that good stuff. But he just didn't, he was like, that is unbelievable that you're able to do that through your different networks. He's like, I didn't even have an opportunity to do that, Cheyenne, and I don't understand it. And he's like, you know, just be able to take advantage of what we have at our fingertips is um, unbelievable. But yeah, social media, all in all, I believe can be used to um, empower a lot of people. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. So I mean, I hear the, the good and the bad, but I think sometimes we do forget the, the good aspects of it. Um, the fact that you reached out on Instagram and then we're connecting on Skype and this is going to go out as a podcast to people on several, you know, you know, they use several different types of phones is, is another way that connection does happen. And so all these things do do matter. It's a matter of um, intention, I believe, and, and uh, just making sure that you recognize the power that you do have with the messages that you spread. And it sounds like you're very aware of that. Yes. Yeah. OK. So what now that you're 21. And you're, yes. you're, you're relatively early in your career and you're thinking about uh, what you want to do in the future. I'm going to ask you this question. Uh, when you think about your legacy and the impact, the lasting impact that you want to leave, what do you feel like that is? Ooh, that is a deep question and I love it. Okay. <laughs> so um, something that I'm going to do um, is I'm actually – on my way to breaking the world record for the woman to reach every single country and do it the fastest. Um, and that is a legacy that I want to leave behind for as long as I can keep the record and, and also pass it on um, to friends and family and anyone who follows any of my social media accounts. Um, 
I think this legacy of being able to do this, um, traveling and building a, a business from it is something that has to be known to more more people. Uh, enough people don't realize that you can generate an income online. When I found out the potential of social media, uh, the businesses behind social media and everything like that, I was completely mind blown. And I, I, There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I just thought to myself, why don't more people understand this? And... I guess all in all, the legacy that I'm going to leave behind is being able to influence, help, show people that there's a way out of your current situation if you don't like it. And that's pretty vague because I know I think a lot of people touch on that. But being from for me, I come from, like I said, the suburbs of St. Louis. We're an average class family. Just showing people that the American dream, you know, coming from nothing and going to something is possible. And this world record, you know, it's going to it's going to be amazing and I can't wait for it to happen but the point of it is obviously to travel and be able to embark on that but just to show other people that you can do something that you know you, you may have never thought you could do because I I remember the moment I found out that you could do this I, I was sitting um, I was a senior in high school applying for all my colleges and doing all the stuff you're supposed to do and I read uh, an, an article on my phone about this woman who just broke a, a world record for traveling to every single country her name's Cassie De Peckle or De Pole, not sure how to pronounce her last name. She also has a TED talk just like you. Um, but she did that at age 28 or 30 or something like that. And I was 18 years old at the time. And I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, I have to wait 10 years to travel to every single country in the world. I couldn't fathom it. So the legacy that I want to leave is just being, being able to show people that you can do something, um, you know, in your wildest dreams and it can come true through all the, all the different resources that we have access to. Okay. So yeah, I love that. So you want to show people that they can do what that whatever they set their mind to. And your mind right now is set on on doing this, um, making sure that you achieve this world record, but also showing people the power of social media marketing. Because I, I, from what you're saying, it sounds like there are things that we need to understand, you know, behind the mecha the mechanics uh, mechanisms rather behind social media marketing and just how powerful that is to build influence. Yes. Well, so. Yeah, oh, please. Go I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask you. Well, please tell me what what these things are because I'm now I'm really curious. Yes. So, um, behind the scenes of Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, there are certain algorithms. There are advertising. There's marketing. There's statistics. There's all of these different metrics that I had no idea existed until um, I found a course that taught me how to you know go through all that stuff. And 
when, when I realized that there, you know, was a business behind each one of these different platforms that runs different advertising, um, advertising and marketing, I realized that you can take whatever voice, like I was talking about in the beginning, twist that to your unique brand and your unique self and generate an income from that. Um, for example, um, I have someone that I work with, she travels um, in a van and that's unique to her and she gets to, you know, promote different van part, like van, uh, like her certain tire, all the unique stuff to her van life. And um, she has an affiliate link and she can generate an income from her van through that link. Um, for me, there's a course um, and other products that I'm partnered with and sponsored by, um, but it's it's really limitless when it comes to the different mechanics and parts behind social media. Um, for Facebook, I use Facebook advertising and different algorithms to place ads on, again, different platforms like Instagram or YouTube or Google um, and generate an income from that. It was intimidating in the beginning. I had no idea what I was doing. But with some guidance, coaching and mentorship, you know, you can you can figure out a lot of stuff. But yeah, behind the scenes of Facebook and Twitter and all those things, there's um, a whole marketing background. Well, I guess that that's what the question then becomes, because I, I know when I tap into these conversations, people always ask about, well, how do I deal with the ever, you know, changing algorithms? What exactly is the, is the benefit of, of putting stuff on Facebook if I can only see maybe 1% of my audience anyway, and it's this like a money grab. And then with, with, um, you know, brand partnerships and, and, and things like that on Instagram, there's this, I guess this false idea that people think it's just Instagram models. So what exactly, how exactly would someone even start thinking about that if they're going to try and investigate? Because to your point, it can be overwhelming to even figure out, well, is my brand, you know, conducive for such an environment or does the audience even have an appetite for what I want? And am I willing to spend this amount of money on that? Yeah. So what my suggestion, you asked where to start, um, you have to start with the fundamentals, which is something that I've learned the hard way, um, fundamentals of marketing and building a business. So building your brand and pumping out content. I know there's like a famous Gary V quote, or maybe it's Ty Lopez. And they talk, one of them talks about how much content we need to be pumping out um, if we want our brand and our business to grow. And I think it's between five to seven pieces of content a day on various social media platforms. Um, so before you get into marketing, before you get into advertising, before you get into all the logistics, start building your brand and content for that brand. And I can go over, uh, so there's lots of ways to build content. Um, podcast is an example. Podcast, um, videos, live videos and pre-recorded videos, um, you know, quote cards. Quote cards are a great way to um, show your show your um, audience what you like and what you're about. Um, different polls and posts. Facebook has uh, different ways that you can post uh, questions for your audience. You can literally ask your audience exactly what you want to know from them and they'll answer based on that poll. Um, there's other stories. Stories is another one. We have Facebook stories. We have Instagram stories. Use those stories um, to build influence and character Storytelling is one of the most powerful things of marketing and building your business, in my opinion. Um, so those are five different ways you can start building content on your for your business, no matter what niche or what um, product or service you currently have. And then on the advertising part, um, I would definitely invest in a course that teaches you how to get started with that. 
I personally embarked on it by myself and that was a terrible decision. So maybe find a mentor or coach, invest in yourself a little bit and um, start looking into Facebook is the one I recommend getting started with. It's the most easiest to understand. And then um, Facebook also owns Instagram. So then you can get started with Instagram. But that's my those are my tips. No, no. Okay, so just sort of that I'm I'm relaying this back to you and for the audience. Uh, Start with Facebook because Facebook owns a lot of the advertising market. If you're looking at social media, Instagram, Facebook, um, and obviously they own WhatsApp. So we don't know what they'll do with WhatsApp, but that's that's a a large large marketplace. Think about finding mentors uh, or coaches. So there there are specific courses dedicated to that. Um, Understand your story. So craft. Uh, content. So if you have a blog, write a blog. If you have podcasts, use podcasts. If you have videos, use that, quote cards, whatever. But create enough of a library of these type of things that you can then repurpose for multiple things. But make sure that these content are focused on your story and what your story um, wants to solve. I think that's what you're saying. Correct. You nailed it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so we talked about social media. We talked about you taking that leap into into something um, that might might have, you know, I guess, been foreign to you otherwise. If you didn't have that moment as an engineering student, when you think about mentorship, because you've mentioned it a few times uh, in this interview, think about coaches and mentorship. Who do you look for for uh, inspiration? Um. In the beginning, uh, I so my first one of my very first mentors was Cassie De Peckle. She broke the world record. Um, I was obviously not able to speak with her, be coached or anything like that. Um, re- but what I did is I have a couple of mentors. So Sean and Melissa Malone, shout out to you guys. Um, starting small is something that I recommend um, on a smaller scale with people who are just a step ahead of you. So like I said, it was, in, it was intimidating to be able to reach out to Cassie and um, try to get someone of such high influence and success in her business. So start small. Um, start with someone who is just a few steps in front of you. If you're a college student, start with someone who's maybe graduated or um, is five or 10 years older than you. You want to look up to people who are a little bit older than you because they have more experience um, or people that have results. You have to talk to someone who has results um, or else you never know what they may be teaching you. So make sure that person um, has results in whatever industry that they are in. So yeah, I, I really value mentorship and having a coach um, along whatever journey you embark because um, you, there's always a place where you can learn something um, no matter, again, what niche or market you're in. So you're a big proponent of, of definitely finding you know, someone that can guide you along the way, even if it's just someone a couple of years ahead of you. Yeah, definitely. Okay. okay. Now, okay. As we, as we get ready to close here, the, there are particular moments in today's world where you do come across uh, clues. If you look back in time, like for me, you know, I'm 29 and I always look back at the, you know, my path from a kid to now and, the clues that sort of led to me doing what I'm doing right now. And many, many times when you're living those lives, you just glance over those clues and be like, eh, whatever. It's just, it's just what it is in your life. If you go back to early St. Louis, uh, did you find moments in your life where you could see, you know, a little bit of an insight that led you to what you're doing right now? Hands down. Yes. Oh, this is a really good question. Okay. So um, some clues that I can think of as you were speaking uh, that came off the top of my head 
my family, every summer, we went on a road trip. We had this old white van. I'm one of four kids. And uh, my mom and dad and all four of us would pile in the car, pack as much as we could in there, food, coolers. Um, And my dad and mom would always let the kids pick where we wanted to go um, that summer for a road trip. And um, I think I was probably eight or nine years old. And I said, I want to go to Cheyenne, Wyoming. You know, my name. Your name. The state. (laughs) Yeah. And um, on that trip, we drove from Missouri through Iowa, Nebraska, South Dakota, Wyoming. Um, I think we hit Utah and Colorado as well. And we did a big loop that whole summer. And being eight or nine years old and just feeling the freedom of hiking and going on adventures and knowing that there was much more to life than my small St. Louis town um, was so empowering and impactful for my parents to show me as a child. Um, And I also, another moment, another clue was I journaled a lot as a kid. And I, I don't, I still to this day don't know why I started journaling, but I think I started journaling when I was 10 and um, I still journal. I journal not every night, um, but I journal once or twice a week. And um, I always look back at some of my journal entries that I wrote when I was a kid. And I, I looked, I looked back at one last night, right before um, the podcast. So yesterday And this one is from 2017, and I just want to read a quote really quick that I wrote in here. It's from um, June 28th of 2017, so um, a month and a half before I got started online and decided to do this whole thing. It's really funny. Um, The title of the page is I Don't Know the Answer, Um, and two quotes, two things that I wrote, um, is it okay to have no idea where I'm going or what I'm doing in life, even though I have this full-time engineering internship, is that okay? Do I... Am I surrounding myself with the wrong type of people? I don't like where I'm at. So just looking back at that last, I just discovered that last night. I don't even remember writing it. But um, looking back at that, I just realized where I was before I decided to start doing what I'm doing now. And I kind of despise of that person. It's definitely a growth point in in, um, one of the places that I look back. But it's so fulfilling to, to realize where you were just a couple of years ago and to be where I am now, um, it, that was one of the clues that kind of, that I, I just realized that traveling is fulfilling and helping others is fulfilling as well. So those are two clues that I can um, pinpoint. You know, I love that so much. Uh, and like you, I, I still have my high school journal. That's when I started writing. And I often go back to reflect on those particular moments because they say success leaves clues. And we do live in a very reactive, reactive time where the, the impulse is to react, react, react. It's like we've signed this contract to overact. And so we need to practice reflection, uh, mindfulness. And um, I'm a big proponent of med- meditation because I, I think if we are able to connect to ourselves, we're able to connect to the world. So that's why I asked you that particular question, because I, I used pointing down connecting the dots from the road trips to wanting to go to your namesake in Wyoming as well as um, understanding that you were at a crossroads, uh, that internships, that internship rather, gives you an insight that something needs to change. And so hopefully someone in the audience is, is thinking about, you know, their life and thinking about how they can reflect on what they're doing right now and see if it's consistent with the values that they say they want to live by or the goals that they set for themselves when they were younger. So I, I do appreciate you sharing all that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, connecting with your values and if your values don't align with your certain career path or you're not happy, yeah, you really have to make a change. I love that quote. Yeah. No, I love that. So tell us about uh, Bucket List Blonde. 
Yeah. So this brand um, kind of just got, I just thought of the name recently. It used to just be my first and last name, Cheyenne Schwain. And then I thought one day I was like, who am I? What do I want to stand for? How can I make an impact? And I have a bucket list. I've been writing a bucket list in my journal, same journal for a long time. And every time I see a new destination or someone inspires me to do something, I'll write it down. And I don't know if anyone takes their bucket list as seriously as I do. So, um, but I was thinking bucket list and I was like, what's the, what, what, what rhymes with that? How can I stand out? And my hair's blonde. And I was like, okay, bucket list blonde. So that's kind of how it developed. Um, I have a ton of social media. Um, I have a ton of social media, um, network. So I'm on Instagram as bucket list blonde. I'm on Facebook. My Facebook page is Bucket List Bond. YouTube, if you YouTube um, Bucket List Bond, I'm there as well. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah, and I hope uh, I hope people are listening on the, the important thing that I heard there was uh, Brandon. She has consistent branding uh, across all her platforms, and the name that she picked, she stuck with, right? So something that's core to her identity. So sometimes we can get stuck on names, but if it's something that you feel like describes who you are, don't be afraid to use that. You know. I'm sure people might say, well, what, what the heck is that? But then at some point, you know, it does stick. So I, I love the, I love the consistency with that, but she also said no one takes their bucket lists as seriously as she does. <laughs> so if you're looking to, to follow her and see how she, uh, she, uh, you know, follows up on a bucket list, definitely check out her page, make sure uh, we'll put that in the show notes, but she's bucket list blonde everywhere. Okay. <laughs> um, and I believe your, your website is uh, bucketlistblonde.info. Yeah, that is the website for the course um, where I teach other people how to generate an income online with branding, affiliate marketing, um, Facebook ads, Instagram, YouTube. So I kind of pull it all into one and we niche down to see what platform best suits you. And yeah, that's where the website and course information all is if you're interested. Perfect. 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 All right. Well, we've come to the last question. And with this is my mission statement rephrased as a question. My mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. So how do you, Cheyenne, use your difference to make a difference? My difference. I am so, okay. My difference is that going against the grain and completely changing your lifestyle. You know, like you said in the beginning, um, I had friends, family members, all of these people um, had high expectations of me and wanted me to do one thing, but my heart and core values were not paired with that. Um, so I went against the grain. I was really different. Dro- like you said, dropped out of college, didn't finish my bachelor's and, um, dropped actually my whole life and moved to Vegas, learned from people and became a digital nomad. So just knowing that it's okay to be different is my different superpower, if that made sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. And I, uh, sorry, <laughs> that, made, that makes a lot of sense. And if I'm even uh, gadding from what you're saying, it's you have learned how to follow your own bliss and your own North Star. And that is something that not many people do until they get to the deathbed when you realize I should have done something else. So um, I think you're well ahead of the curve, Cheyenne. I hope so. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for reaching out and thank you for being willing to share your story so early on. Uh, with the podcast, I always like to share a wide range of stories, you know, from, from the beginning to the middle to to some people who are, you know, feel like they've retired and they want to give back. So I do appreciate you uh, being willing to come on the show and reaching out. Yes. Thank you for having me. The pleasure is mine. And ladies and gentlemen, till next time, use your difference to make a difference.
You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.